Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Family Corner, the podcast where the guest chooses the topic. I am Justin Pham, alongside with my co-host Dylan McCaffrey. Hello everyone, welcome to our family. And today, our guest is Kayla LaRosa. Hi, hello. So Kayla, what are we talking about today? We are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, conspiracy theories. I'm so glad that our second guest and our first guest happen to pick topics that I'm very fluent in and very excited to talk about. That's great, because I'm terrible at conspiracy theories. You're going to learn a whole lot now, Justin. Well, okay. yeah, because when I was little, the first one I ever heard of was the Illuminati, mm-hmm. and that scared the crap out of me. Yeah. I used to think that there was a shadow government for three months, and it scared the shit out of me. Speaking of government, right. the first thing we should talk about, mm-hmm. Buttigieg in Iowa. Yeah, so I just came back from the Iowa caucuses um, yesterday, which was pretty crazy, um, because as of the time of recording this, we still don't know who won, which is uh, was really, really interesting, and um, part of the reason why we don't know who any, like who won is because um, there's a conspiracy out there that Buttigieg is rigging the election, or rigging part of the the caucus and primary. So I'm, I'm excited about this because it's not often that the general public will buy into a conspiracy theory, but this I, one I don't know. Will buy into. I don't know a lot about the situation, but people seem to be amped up about this. Why, why do they believe that he is responsible for this? Okay, so I was there, which was pretty interesting. Um, basically, the way it works, the caucus system, if you don't know, is a really complicated system where everyone goes and they stand in a gym and they or a church or something like that and they go stand for their candidate like physically in a group and then the groups like realign and it's like this whole crazy complicated process. Usually the process is recorded on scrap paper, but this year they were like, we're going to use an app. And the Democratic Party originally did not um, reveal who was like behind the app because their excuse was or their reasoning was that it was uh, security concerns and they didn't want to reveal who made the app because they didn't want it to be prone to hacking and that kind of thing. Um, however, you know, caucus night rolls around. Uh, we're waiting for results. Precinct stu- stuff co- stu- starts coming in. It's pretty much like consistently Bernie and Buttigieg and a little bit of Warren and Biden thrown in there. And then the results just stop. <laughs> They just stop coming in. CNN puts up that the results are delayed because the app is super. It's just not working. People aren't be, like unable or unable to to upload to it. And the craziest part was that while all this was going on, I was at Pete Buttigieg's camp with with a couple of other journalist uh, friends of mine, and we were in a gym. And the gym had no service, so nobody could look up on Twitter and like confirm any of what was happening. But Pete comes out, and he starts giving a victory speech. And he says that he won, but nothing was reported. When did he say he won? He came out. He came, so basically, like while all the crowds were waiting to see who won and like everything was delayed, most of the candidates came out and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're still waiting on results, but like keep on pressing, guys." And then people judge came out and he said, "By all accounts, we're going into New Hampshire victorious." Oh, I love it. See, I so, love it. And what, what's funny to me is that a couple days ago I heard that. He actually put money into the developers of this app, which is called Shadow. Right. You right. can't even you can't even write this. You stuff. can't make this up. Yeah. So it came out eventually that the um, the app was created by a company called Shadow, with it, which is described as a democratic tech uh, tech firm, and they were contracted by the Democratic Party to make this app. Um, and it was also linked, I think, to Biden and also Pete Buttigieg. And I think it's Pete Buttigieg's campaign manager's wife um, is like an executive at 
shadow, which is pretty convenient. And if I remember correctly, she tweeted when Buttigieg said he was running that she was very excited that she couldn't wait for him to start his campaign. Exactly. Right. So it's pretty, pretty shifty, and there's a lot more conspiracy stuff happening with it because um, pretty much today they started resu- they, they started releasing all the results over time, and at this point, 97% of the precincts were reported, and it was very close between Bernie and Buttigieg, but Bernie started like you know getting in the lead, and then Tom Perez, who is the DNC chair, who actually was mad at me on Twitter one time. Um, he sent me a mean tweet once. Fun fact: um, he doesn't like me very much. And I don't like him very much, so it's okay. Um, but he tweeted that he, as soon as you know, it started coming out that Bernie was winning, that they were going to do a re-canvas of the votes. For those of the people that don't know what that is, can you explain? So a re-canvas is not a re-caucus, but it is a just a recount, essentially, of all of the results that were reported, which should have been happening anyway, you know, back when right. we didn't know who won at all, but it's just pretty convenient that they waited until, you know, Bernie was all of a sudden in the lead, and then they were like, okay, we have to recount the votes. So let, let's make the bullet points of this. Mm-hmm. We're at the caucuses. Yes. The results are supposed to come in. Yes. They don't. No one knows who won, except mm-hmm. Pete Buttigieg comes out, and he says he won. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that the app that is malfunctioning, that everyone is voting on, he has a controlling stake in or he has support in, and one of his fellow campaign uh, members, I think. Fellow, fellow campaign members has the one that has created this app. Correct. That's a damning case. <laughs> it's a pretty damning case. I mean, the DNC has been known to do some pretty, you know, shady shit in the past. I mean, I'm not one to propagate that conspiracy, except I am because I'm a Bernie fan. Um, but, you know, there, there are, you know, people out there who say that, you know, the DNC did rig the election against Bernie in 2016, so why not 2020? So, so is this just something against Bernie, or...? Is it anyone but Bernie? Is that what they're going for? I think for, they're or? on. So I think my my personal theory is that they were on. They've been on Team Biden this whole time. They were like, Biden's going to take it. Biden's going to take it. Biden is t- not taking had it. Had the shittiest no. showing in Iowa. He came in fourth, fourth place. And so now I think they're going to try to rally all their support behind Buttigieg because he's the closest thing that they have to a moderate at this point in time to stop Bernie. I don't think it's going to happen. I think I think Bernie's going to going to keep trucking. So. <laughs> Has Trump met his match as far as rigging elections goes? It's oh. going to be a war of who can. Who can well, we can't. It, it seems like the U.S. can't go an election without some kind of some kind of conspiracy going on. Because yeah. yeah. you know, 2016 we had the whole Russia scandal, mm-hmm. and that turned into a whole thing. And now this with Shadow with Buttigieg. Uh, what what if he does become the Democratic nomination? You know. Yeah. No. At that point, there's a, there's a good you know there's a chance that he can. I think I think Bernie has some really good momentum in a lot of other states, but it's entirely possible that you know, if there's more of this rigging that goes on, like I would I'm very cautious to see like how the Nevada caucus is going to play out, how New Hampshire is going to play out, because those are all soon, and it just seems like whoever's behind the rigging is not doing a good job at hiding, hiding the rigging. You're right. They literally called the app Shadow. <laughs> You can't, you can't get more obvious than that, I feel right. like. Truly. All right. So moving on, um, Dylan, I think this is one of your favorites, right? This is the one I'm most passionate about, for yeah. sure. I'm glad we're getting to it. So let me tell a story here. Okay. It's the year is 2009, mm-hmm. and Michael Jackson, the poor fellow, is millions of dollars in debt. Right. I'm not making this up. From Billboard.com, Michael Jackson died deeply in debt, posted on 6-26-2009. Michael Jackson, 2009, where is he? People think that he's a child molester, his nose is falling off, his public perception is in the toilet, he's millions of dollars in debt. Then he quote unquote dies. And what does the public do? They forget every reason they hated Michael Jackson and they revered him. They called him the king. 
He released a bunch of songs. He released several albums. He released a new movie. And his estate is now worth over $2 billion in just the 10 years since he died. That is a stack of evidence a mile high. That he's still alive. That he's still alive. Michael Jackson faked his death. It, from a business perspective, it's genius. When an, when an artist dies, when Elvis dies, what do you go and do? You go and listen to all his music. You go and buy all his songs. Michael Jackson died. It saved his reputation. Now, today, uh, that, that, uh, that Escaping Neverland documentary came out. Did you guys watch it? I have not seen it, I've but seen I've heard. I've no heard one cares. About it. No, one, no cares. one cares. That's true. It's it's because all this time has passed. He's dead. Oh, whatever. Who cares? When he before he died, it was like, yeah, this guy might be a child molester. And now in 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 the movement of today, he definitely would have been condemned for it. But he's dead, so no one cares. He's he's he's, he's not a target anymore. He's dead, and uh, his albums continue to sell. They release new music constantly. I know, like Mac Miller, he dies. They release an album of all his like unreleased songs. Michael Jackson has had several albums and the movie. That's what I don't understand is that he has multiple albums that have been released since his death and it just seems like it's a machine that never ends. The doctor in that court case was very suspect. The details were very unclear of like what the dosage was and how it was exactly he died. The doctor, I think, got like 13 months in prison for causing him to die for malpractice and it was just a mere 13 months. When the sentence is usually much more. So if you think he's alive, where is he? What's I, I, he doing? I long believed that he was going to make his return in some grand fashion, some Super Bowl halftime show where he was going to rise from the ground. But I I think that like the, the the Neverland documentary has come out. I think I think that he is it's in his best interest to stay dead. We know he's not a stranger to plastic surgery. He does not look like the man that we fell in love with back in the 1980s. Um, and I do not put it past him that he has changed his face once again. He may be among us. He may be walking the streets today of the United States, dollars in his pocket, not a care in the world. Well, wouldn't you think that? So you don't think that he'll ever reveal himself? I, 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 I would love to see it happen, but I think it's less likely um, given the, the different allegations that have come out about him. So then how did he fake his death, do you think? How did, how did he go about it? <sighs> That's a great question. Um, I think... Uh, this is a conspiracy I'll get into later, and maybe maybe this is a, a far reach, but uh, we have cloning technology in this oh, world. No. Cloning cloning is real. That, that's not even me being a, a, a boom, uh, uh, homer. Cloning is real. They cloned a sheep, and yeah. the technology was made illegal. Dolly the sheep. And yeah. I have believed for years that the technology exists. Any rich person, any billionaire in their right mind you make a clone of yourself and you keep it in a tank in your basement and when you need a new lung, a new kidney, you have this fresh body that's waiting for you to be reclaimed. I think that cloning might have been possible. I also would, uh, something less complicated would just be that they paid off a lot of private investigators and uh, paid off the police to, to make this cover-up happen. So what we do know is that he died of overdose yes. back in 2009, right? Uh, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. 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 Now, how... Do you think that there's people that were a part of this, or do you think that I I can't say who his conspirator or cohorts are, but I know that him and his family are very close, and um, all of the everyone that inherited his will um, would it be in their best interest to sell all those albums and make all those movies? So uh, I dare say that this one goes all the way to the top. Joe Jackson. I mean, I wouldn't put it past the ja- the Jackson family to to maybe do that. I mean, it was definitely, like, the first, like, I was in, what, like, fifth grade? It was, like, 2009, but it was the first death I remember, like, celebrity death that, like, 
shocked the world you know what i mean because there were just like so many questions surrounding it and how such an icon could like die that way you know Mm -hmm. um so i i and i I guess with every celebrity death like there's always the classic like do you believe like that you know tupac is living in the mountains somewhere (laughs) like love it you know i i guess i wouldn't put it past um the jackson family to uh to redeem to try to redeem him in that way because i mean his his you know his reputation was really in the shitter at that point and the way they covered it though is just there was media coverage all over the place. Like, I think as soon as the news broke, there was, like, news stations right right outside the hotel where he died at. There was, like, he was, he had, like, shows lined up, too, and everything. Like, he was on tour. We was on tour when it happened, if I remember. That sounds right. <laughs> sounds about right. Um, another, another death that people are very, very uh, suspicious of, I guess you could say, JFK. Mm. I mean, JFK, what are the facts that we know? He was shot, and uh, the killer was arrested, and then promptly was killed the next day to keep him silent. So we don't know what happened. Genuinely, we don't know, except that we do. Have right. either of you seen The Irishman? I have not seen that. Not yet. Okay, this is good. It's going to make for this reveal a lot better. Okay. When I was a child, uh-huh. my grandfather, John <laughs> Campisi, a great man from the Bronx, right. I was at the mall with him. We ran into this guy who he sat down and talked with, for what seemed like a year. It was hours and hours. I was a little kid. I was so fed up. Years later, I find out that that conversation he had was with a friend from childhood who grew up in the Bronx with him. That friend, he revealed to me, was a hitman for the mob in the Bronx, a good friend of my grandfather's. And he said the story he told him was the story of JFK's death. And the uh, the story behind it was that um, JFK's dad reached out to the mafia in Chicago because they needed to secure the Illinois vote. And in uh, and the, the mafia and the mob was a huge influence on the state of Illinois to get the vote for John F. Kennedy. And the agreement was, we'll get him elected, and then when he gets elected, you guys have to ease off of the mob and all of our dealings. JFK gets elected. The dad is getting older. He's getting, he, I think he had all time, he, don't quote me on that. He was getting a little senile. And Robert Kennedy was appointed. Um, and Robert Kennedy's first act was to go after the mob in Chicago. And the, the reason that JFK was killed is because the mob got so fed up with Robert Kennedy going after them that they had JFK killed. Now, I thought my grandfather was crazy. This is the ramblings of an old man. <laughs> but then I saw the Irishman. Right. And that exact scenario plays out exactly like that. Jimmy Hoffa in Chicago helps um, JFK get elected. Robert Kennedy starts coming after the mob, and they're, they're saying, like, what, like why, why is he coming after us? Like, this is a breaking our deal. They're getting more and more fed up. Jimmy Hoffa is saying he wants to do something, he wants to do something. They're saying, no, 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 we have to lay off, we have to lay off. And then and they're in, it's a scene, they're in, like, an ice cream shop, and the news comes on the TV that JFK has been killed. And everyone in the restaurant is staring at the TV, except for Jimmy Hoffa, who's across the restaurant, calmly eating his ice cream. So this conspiracy that I heard firsthand from my grandfather, from his friend who lived in the Bronx and was part of the mob, uh, I pray they don't find this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Because you're next. That exact story Uh was confirmed in this movie. You make a compelling case, and also I know um, just like my... So for my last internship, um, one of my jobs, like I did a lot of stuff um, where I worked, but one of the jobs I had was to um, help research and write obituary pieces for people who aren't dead yet. And one of the people I had to do that for was um, Ethel Kennedy, which was RFK's, um, who who is RFK's wife, she's still alive. Um, But now I have a produced obituary piece for when she dies, which is really creepy if you think about it. Um, (laughs) But I had to watch a lot of stuff about the Kennedys and that family has like, so much like I they definitely have a lot of dirt and stuff like if right. you remember there's like a story about um 
Rose Kennedy, who was one of, like, the lesser-known Kennedy sisters, who her dad, like, got lobotomized, essentially, because, like, she, you know, couldn't behave in public. Like, she, like, she had, you know, at the time, like, they didn't have the language for it, but it was possible that she could have been, like, autistic or had some kind of, like, learning disability, and they just straight up, like, gave her a lobotomy, and she lived out the rest of her life in, like, a home. So, like, the Kennedys have some dirt, I think. Yeah, so, uh, if this conspiracy is true... We think about Robert Kennedy was the one that was going after them all the time. What happened to Robert Kennedy? He died. Assassinated. He died. Right. The facts are piling up once again. <laughs> you make a very compelling argument. You could you could be like the new host of InfoWars. Oh my gosh! Not, please. Not, no. do you please. Think, do you think don't. That fluoride so, is turning the frogs gay? So then there there had to be people inside there. <laughs> there had to be people inside that set this up, right? The whole idea that he rode an open motorcade and everything. Yeah, and they don't do that anymore. Yeah, that now, is true. now no one rides in an open motorcade. Yeah, it's I, I. This is really bad, but there's like a meme that like was on Twitter once that I saw, and it was just like conspiracy. Like JFK's head just did that. Just <laughs> <laughs> what? Natural causes. Like, Natural causes like killed nobody, JFK. Nobody killed him. Like his head just did that. <laughs> that was the whole tweet. So, so to recap, let me get this straight. <laughs> JFK's murder was done by, by the mob mm-hmm. because he needed the Illinois vote, and he told them that he'd get off the mob once he got the vote, but he did. But Robert Kennedy did not, and they pushed them even further. Right. And because of that, JFK is dead. Yes, and so is RFK. Probably and so is RFK. Reason. Rip. <laughs> rest rest, rest in peace. Both Kennedys. Both Kennedys. Yeah. Um, speaking of inside jobs... Speaking of more government conspiracies. Yeah, more government conspiracies because they can't be trusted, obviously. This is the title fight right here. Yeah, we're going to be on a watch list after this podcast. Yeah, I don't know if we can be seen in public after this, but Mm 9-11. Kayla, can you please describe why you think this is an inside job? Okay, so I don't know if I necessarily believe that it's an inside job. However... There's a case. There is a case for it. There's definitely a case for it. It's probably, like, one of the most well-known conspiracies, like, of all time. Um, But basically, you know... So, okay. So I'm from New York. So 9-11 was, like, a very, like... If you like, I like if you talk to anybody from New York, like they have a story that connects you to like to 9/11. You know what I mean? Like or connect connects themselves to 9/11, and it's a very just like emotional thing. So people don't ever want to consider that like, you know, they're you know that it was ever going to be like an inside job or something like that. Um, there are theories out there that JFK, not JFK, <laughs> JFK is <laughs> on my mind. I guess um, George W. Bush and Dick Cheney. Um, wanted to, you know, they were kind of doing their thing where they uh, warmonger for oil and things, and they're like, they vaguely define it as like, we're going to go to Iraq for freedom and stuff, but really that's not true, probably. Um, So there's a conspiracy that um, in order to kind of convince the world that, you know, we have to go over to Iraq and all like that kind of thing, um, there has to be some kind of like national, like, we got to rally the public, we got to we got to do all that. Um, we got to get everybody on board. And um, there's a similar case um, or conspiracy with Pearl Harbor that in order to get um, America to go into World War II, um, FDR knew Pearl Harbor was going to happen and didn't do anything about it because he needed like a national incident to be able to pull everybody into World War II. Um, so there's a theory that um, either uh, the Bush administration knew something was going to happen, they didn't know what it was, but they just like knew that something was going to happen, um, or that they they specifically knew that 
9-11 was going to happen. There's also theories that it wasn't, like, the planes that, like, destroyed it. It was actually, like, a planned demolition because if you watch videos of right. of the of the, the attack, like, it looks like it comes down. It doesn't look like the plane is the thing that makes it fall from the bottom. People were saying that there were, like, explosions or it was set to go down. Yes, it was that it was set yeah. to go down, um, which is pretty crazy. I think it's also crazy... Uh, so I, the the t- the argument of the building is to start with that the, there was planned demolitions. The argument I think is that if a plane goes into one side of the building, that side should be the side that falls, falls first. So yeah. the tower would have kind of like tipped over and towered down, like not tipped over, but like the it would have fallen so- over. The right? impact side would have crashed first, and it wouldn't have been a perfectly uniform all at once demolition. Right. Uh, Tower seven, mm-hmm. a building uh, in the nearby complex, also was uh, burned to the ground, hit by nothing. Mm-hmm. They say that debris was caused this completely separate building to completely fall down, which is a very convenient story. Uh, people, A lot of people say Bush did 9-11. I don't know if I believe that, but if you told me Dick Cheney did 9-11, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm all on board. Fuck Dick Cheney, first of all. Dick Cheney made bank off the Iraq Dick war. Dick Cheney made so much money off the Iraq war, and that's, that's an actual fact. That's right. not even a conspiracy. For someone who didn't grow up in the U.S., Go take me through step by step on how how Dick Cheney made all this money and why it was beneficial for him. If if he did do it allegedly, why would it have been beneficial for him to do something like 9/11? So have you seen the movie Vice? Again, no, <laughs> but people have told me great things about it, and it's on my watch list. So uh, Adam McKay explains it a lot more uh, clearly than I will, but the movie Vice goes into it a little bit where they're in the war room and they announce that uh, the towers have fallen and Dick Cheney is like talking to someone, talking to someone. And I think Dick Cheney had stake, if I'm not mistaken, he had stake in like companies that made helicopters and made, uh, like was contracted by the military. And in, in, in general, the war was very profitable for him based on the investments he had and the connections he had. And there have been a lot of movies, um, I've seen uh, the torture report, which was a true story about how all of the terrorists and stuff they tortured, they used the most insane, cruel, awful torture methods, and they kept saying, these are working, these are working, we have to keep using them. And in a report released not too long ago, it was confirmed that none of the insane torture methods, the waterboarding, they didn't find one, ter- they didn't stop one terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. They didn't get any information. They were given misinformation so they would stop being tortured. So we know that they were lying about a lot of that stuff. Um, we went into Iraq because we thought that they had WMDs, which uh, they they didn't. It's, uh, it's, it's another it's another lie. It's and lie. so the whole war was propped up by all these lies that got us into it. And the one sparking event, eerily similar to Pearl Harbor, and that we, there's this one thing that gets right. Americans okay. fired up and gets mm-hmm. us all on board. I'm sure that no Americans supported a war with Iraq before that. And then even though it wasn't Iraq that committed these terrorist attacks, all of America was on board for a war with Iraq immediately after 9-11. 9-11, right. right. I can see how that would rally Americans to, you know, want to start getting after them. Yeah. There's also the fa- the famous, it's kind of like a meme now, but the uh, jet fuel can't melt, melt steel, steel beams. Melt steel beams, yeah. Is always that was a big thing. Which is a true fact. Which is a true fact. You're good, Justin. We're laying some truth on you right now. I, I don't... 
Do you, what is, is this called truth? Is this what truth is? So, Justin's yeah. getting stressed out. He said at the top of the show that these conspiracy theories made him question the world around him. I think that he's starting to sweat. I can't I can't trust anyone. You know, the government's just lying to me is what I'm being told. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of being lied to. <laughs> Excellent transition. Je- Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. Uh, His death. That guy that, that guy that killed yes. himself? That guy that killed, that killed, that guy that killed himself? Nothing else to it? What do you <laughs> no, mean? No, 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 no. There's no footage, nothing, no. Right. No so, one saw it happen. So for those who don't know, there was a man named Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was a very rich and powerful man who was friends with a lot of powerful people. Um, Jeffrey, Specifically who, Kayla? Um, he was friends with notably the Clintons, um, the Trumps. Um, most of the royal family, um, a lot of celebrities. Um, he just has connections to a lot of people in Hollywood, in government. Um, and I think when did this happen? When did he? When is he? When was he originally like arrested? I don't even remember. That is not something I'm familiar with. When it gets to, when it comes to conspiracy theories, I kind of I buy all in to the actual conspiracy theory. Yeah, the background the info J- is pretty foggy. Yeah, so for at me. some point, I think it was. I want to say it was. It was this. in 2000, 2019, so last year. Last I think year. it was June. So, June, yes. Yeah, oh, sorry, July, year, July, July, July. July of last year, he was arrested on his private island where he was also doing some weird stuff. Um, and he was basically arrested for um, being involved in a sex trafficking ring. Um, and since then, multiple people had come out explaining that, um, you know, multiple women had come out saying that, uh, you know, I think Alan Dershowitz, who's like a celebrity lawyer, was like involved and like that, you know, Jeffrey Epstein would like prop them up, essentially, like these young girls for men to have sex with them. Um which prompted a lot of, you know, conspiracies about, you know, this, you know, possible really powerful, you know, international sex ring that, that could be a thing that exists. And, um, you know, sometime later he's in jail and he's going to, you know, they're going to put him on trial. They're going to ask him a bunch of questions. But there is a report that he um, had a suicide attempt. I, you can't see, but I'm doing air quotes. Um, on August 10th, yes. On August 10th, there was a, he, he did a suicide attempt. Um, and, you know, you'd oh, think... Oh, wait, no, the 10th. Sorry, he died on August 10th. He died That's on August mind. 10th. Yeah. Um, before that, there was a suicide attempt that he allegedly made. And you'd think that, uh, you know, somebody that as high profile as Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein, who was on Suicide Watch... That uh, they would want to watch him further if he was suicidal. And then on August 10th, we get the news that Jeffrey Epstein has allegedly killed himself. I heard that he was taken off of suicide watch Mm -hmm. before this happened. I heard that the guards were on break or asleep. I don't understand this at all. I heard (laughs) that. I also heard that the security footage cut out. And that was confirmed that for those for that period of time, the footage had cut out. I heard that the coroner's report strongly indicated that the the veins that burst in his eyes were much more uh, consistent with strangulation mm-hmm. than with just like a broken neck hanging yourself. Right. And before all this happened, there's always been this conspiracy that like the Illuminati, big government has this like international sex trafficking ring. Right. And before he killed himself, it was like, wow, like this could come to light. Like all these figures, like who is involved, the Clintons, the whoever. Um, and then he, he dies. He, he gets, doesn't get to go to trial. We don't get to find out. Right. Well, that's what, that's what I've heard is that, you know, the Clintons were involved in this. That was the thing, right? Yeah, so there's um, a lot of, there's a picture of, like, the Clintons and Epstein, and also, like, when they raided Epstein's home, they found, like, a weird, bizarre painting of Bill Clinton in, like, a dress and heels, like, in his house. Um, so I don't know if the Clintons necessarily killed Epstein. I, I 
I full 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 uh, you know full transparency. I am I am a uh, I'm a leftist, but I so I, I I'm not like this. It's, it's usually like a right wing talking point where people are like, oh, you know, the Clintons killed Epstein, but like there isn't. It's entirely possible that the Clintons killed Epstein. <laughs> like it's entirely it's enti- I voted for Hillary in 2016. It's entirely possible that the Clintons killed Epstein. And you know, it's good that he's dead. It's good that he's dead. He's a shitty person, yeah, but he like w- <laughs> he should have exposed more shitty stuff going on before that. Yeah, um, not a great guy, so <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're no worse for the wear. Not rest in peace. No, just not rest in, like, you know, like people say, like, RIP this dude. Like, not rest, not in, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Freaking got him. <laughs> um, bringing up shadow governments, uh, and you talked a little bit about the Illuminati and how, you know, there is a bigger government running everything. The moon landing. Did we or did we not go to the moon? Mm. Survey says no. Survey says, says no. no. Um, I, I haven't. This is one that I haven't been fully convinced on, but you've been making some pretty convincing cases, Dylan, so let me have it. These are the facts I know. Okay. The facts, the theories that I know, is that Stanley Kubrick, acclaimed director, was hired to stage the moon landing. Right. We were in a cold war with Russia. It was a race to space. Who could get to the moon first? Russia beat us to space. We had to beat them to the moon. So what does the American government do? They come up with this grand scheme to fake the moon landing. Stanley Kubrick's directing. There's images on the moon of the flag uh, waving, mm-hmm. waving the flag with no gravity or atmosphere in space. Um, there was a lot of clues dropped in the film The Shining, Stanley Kubrick's <laughs> film The Shining. Uh, the little boy, Danny, mm-hmm. when he's pedaling around the hallways in one part, he's wearing a shirt that has the moon landing on it. and there's one room in that hotel that is like especially haunted Mm -hmm. and in the book i don't know what number room it is but in the movie they change the room number to 237 which in the theory is the supposedly the sound stage that the moon landing was shot on why just randomly change like you you got to change the book to adapt it to the movie Mm -hmm. but like the room number of this haunted room is a key is like a key fact that you can just you don't need to to change that for any reason, and he right. changed it to 237, the exact soundstage, uh, which Danny finds while wearing the moon landing sweater. And uh, people say the lighting is also off. People, I don't know. There's there's, there's a lot out well, there. Well, my my thing is that if we fit, we fake the moon landing, okay, sure. Have we been to the moon at all though, Dylan? I mean, I've never been there myself. You haven't? <laughs> I know that you gotta go sometime. at a certain point, well, see, you know, I, I, I choose to believe every conspiracy theory I hear. So at a certain... I, that, I, that in itself may be a problem. I have Maybe. also <laughs> heard that we stopped going to the moon because like we discovered aliens or we discovered something on the moon that was like, never come back here. Moon's haunted. So, moon's the haunted. Moon's haunted. <laughs> moon's haunted. Gotta go. What do you mean, moon's haunted? <laughs> <laughs> um... And so maybe it's something we made it to the moon. But when we had to beat Russia, when we had to beat Russia to the spot, I think that I would not put it past our government to, in an act of patriotism, fake the moon landing. I wouldn't put it past them to fake it. But there's just there's too much evidence to prove that we were there, isn't there? I mean, Buzz Aldrin, which was one of the guys who was the first, one of the first guys on the moon. Like somebody, I think, asked him about it. And he like punched them in the face. He got like super. So you can either yeah. view them as like, you can either view that as his, him getting mad about a conspiracy or him getting defensive and not being able to back up. Like, well, what, is, what does that say about Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong and everyone else that was a part of the first moon landing? You know, what does that say about them? Are they just actors that people hired and they just lived this life where people assume they went to the moon? Imagine a guy comes to you. He says, "Hey." 
We want you to go down history as the first man on the moon. You're going to be famous, and you don't have to do anything. It's pretty, a pretty enticing offer. Let How me do you pick those let people, me, then? Let me turn this around, Justin. Let me ask you, <laughs> what evidence is there to prove that we did land on the moon? No, I can't say I did nah, research before this podcast. There we go. But no. I, I, um, I think there's a lack of evidence, and I think there is not a lack of evidence that it's faked. But we had people at the site of the launch, didn't we? So what, what I, do I, I don't doubt that we launched a rocket into space. Yeah. I mean, the, the Russians mean, all did the same thing. But like, went to the moon. I don't, I don't have a telescope that strong to see that thing touch down on the moon. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay, moving on <laughs> to something a bit more lighthearted, a bit more fun. Okay. The Sonic the Hedgehog movie is set to release later this year. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. That's my Valentine's Day date. (laughs) 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 Going to see Sonic. Right. And now your expectations for this movie, Kayla, high or low? Um, Higher than they were. You know why? Why? Because there's a conspiracy theory, dun, 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 that, uh, that in the in the beginning when the trailer was first released like some months ago, you know, Sonic looked bad. Yeah. Like, he looked awful. Like unusually bad. And so everyone was like, "What?" Because especially, because especially like he's a video game character. You have the design literally right there. Like, why does he look like a deformed like rat human baby? <laughs> like, there's no reason for it. And to the point where people on Twitter started designing like legit character models that look significantly better than what was in the trailer. And the backlash got so huge that. You know, uh, I think Paramount's the studio who made yeah, made Paramount. Sonic was like Paramount was like, okay, you know what? We listened to your feedback. We're gonna have the animators go back and work on it, and then they released a new trailer, and it looks pretty good. I mean, it's it's a kids movie, and he like, looks you know, normal. He looks normal. He yeah. looks totally fine. And the fact that they were able to pull that off in like such a short amount of time like has people being very skeptical. Like, okay, maybe they just like they wanted to generate some buzz for the movie. You know, this is the only one so far that I hadn't heard of mm-hmm. before. And I love it. It makes so much sense. This is is the only one that I can fully get behind because their design of Sonic was so awful. It was terrible. That the moment I saw, I was like, I don't want to see this movie because I already know it's going to be atrocious. You're giving them a lot of benefit of the doubt here. People said that they did an awful job and you're kind of letting them off the hook. No, no, I'm not letting them off the hook. They did it on purpose. Well, see, my my whole thing behind this is that, you know, they released this terrible trailer. And people look at it, and automatically your expectations drop. You're like, he looks awful. This movie's gonna suck. You know, like there's no, it's there's no redeemable qualities in the trailer. And then, you know, couple, Paramount releases this tweet saying, "We've heard the feedback. We're gonna go back to the drawing board. We're gonna redesign Sonic." Right. And then they come back with this new trailer, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, this looks amazing! Like, why couldn't you just do this the first time?" Mm-hmm. You know. And so it it, create, it generates more buzz for the movie. Gets more like eyes on these tweets, on eyes on the trailer because people want to see the redesign. Right. I I support it. Yeah, I'm not expect. Listen, I'm not expecting the movie to be you know like Citizen Kane. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be you know the best movie ever made. Um, however, at least if it's you know if it's a shitty movie, like people are gonna walk out of it and be like, at least Sonic didn't look the way that he did <laughs> in the first trailer. I definitely think more people are gonna see this now. Like it's yes. just based off of like the buzz it's gotten. Like right. if, it, if it was just released, it would have been something. But like now, like people know about the Sonic movie that don't care about Sonic. Right. And I don't. Know, it well, sounds, I, I want to see the movie because I I loved Sonic growing up. I used to play the games all the time. Mm-hmm. But after I saw that first trailer. I hated it. Right. There's, there's no way. 
Yeah, he was a little scary looking. <laughs> he was. He lo- he did not look very good, and it was just it's just like I think it also generates a. Uh, you, okay, so did either of you guys see Cats? No, <laughs> but I see the trailer. Right. So at one point. People were just going to see Cats, not because they wanted to see it, but they wanted to see, like, the inconsistencies in the animation. How bad it and was. how bad it was. And, like, this is kind of the opposite effect. They probably want, people want to go see it to see, like, you know, because they want to see how they, the animators managed to pull it off in such a short amount of time. Well, this is the only time I can think of, too, where a studio has taken the feedback of what people have said right. and been like, hey, we hear you, we're going to change this mm-hmm. based off just the trailer. I mean, I guess you could also say uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> we, we, we delved into that already. <laughs> we're, yes, not, we're not going near I that know, again. I talked with my boyfriend already about that. But <laughs> I, uh, I found a Jim Carrey quote because I, I thought I remembered him saying something about it. And he said he, he was doing a press tour about Sonic and talking about like the delay. He said that it, uh, it, it was kind of a Frankenstein's monster kind of thing. He said, I don't know quite how I feel about the audience being in on the creation of it while it's happening. Mm. And so I think that's more just fuel to the fire. Jim Carrey is like upset about it. That's another storyline going in that one of the stars yeah. of the movie is like furious at the, at the delay. It's just another thing that's going to plug into this the press about this movie. Just imagine Paramount Studios are like, guys, listen, we're gonna mi- the movie looks great, but we're going to create a trailer where Sonic looks like a rat morphed with a human. Mm-hmm. And we're going to release that to the public and everyone's going to hate it. But we're going to turn it around and make it into a publicity stunt where we, rede- where we redesign, air quotes, Sonic into what he actually looks like in the movie. I could see that happening. I yeah. can see that. That's some galaxy brain marketing. I bet that was, really I bet that was an Emerson marketing major. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. Um, so I want to move on because I want to make sure that we have enough time to get through this last segment. Right. Dylan has prepared some um, fake slash real conspiracies for you, Kayla. Okay. And he's going to go through it, and you're going to have to figure out whether these are actual conspiracies or if he just made these up willy-nilly. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Gonna start off with a fun one. Title, Stevie Wonder isn't blind. The theory is that Stevie Wonder all his life has been faking being blind for attention and uh, he has used being blind to be to inspire fans and inspire the story of his career. Mm-hmm. I think that's a real conspiracy. That is a real conspiracy. There's a video, go look it up, of Paul McCartney knocks over a mic stand and Stevie Wonder catches it. He catches the mic stand. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's fun stuff. So you're one for one, Kayla. Okay. Number two, title, Hollow Earth Theory. Mm-hmm. The Earth has a lot of hollow tunnels, hollow uh, undergrounds, uh, where ancient civilizations used to live, higher beings live. Um, Nazis used to use these uh, hollow tunnels to navigate the Earth to help with their war efforts. Um, and before I go more, what do you think? Ooh, I'm going to say... That that's not a conspiracy theory. That is a conspiracy wow. theory. <laughs> okay. Uh, in 2014, after all these conspiracy theories, scientists discovered a pool of water, like a, a dense, giant pool of water, 435 miles below the surface of the Earth. It was encased in this rock. The volume of the water was like the size of an ocean or something, and uh, it just fed fuel to the flame that there is a hollow underground to this Earth. Hmm. Number three, uh... Bill Clinton mm-hmm. was killed by Hillary Clinton, and he has been replaced with a lookalike to uh, uh, partially as revenge for mm-hmm. the thing that happened, um, yeah. partially because 
Hillary Clinton wants to run for runs run for office. They can't have Bill Clinton like acting like Bill Clinton, being all funny and stuff. You notice <laughs> he's quiet. He's quieted down quite a bit. He mm. he he hasn't been as much of a, a public presence. I've never heard of that one, so I'm going to say that that's not a conspiracy. That's I, I did up. make that one yeah. up, but doesn't it doesn't it have some ground? Yeah, I feel like you'd be, we'd be hearing more from Bill Clinton. I think if you just put Clinton in any conspiracy, like you're going to be like, okay, yeah, like I I could see that. You got me. Uh, next one title: Farms are extinct. The Dust Bowl back in the Great Depression, uh-huh. all the farms were wiped out. What does the government do? They come up with the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. It was a cover. They say like, oh, we're just going to go into these places and make sure that they're doing things uh, uh, properly. It was really that they took technologies and they assembled factories to make food. All food is made from factories and farms don't exist. Now, before you answer this, Kayla, you were at a farm in Iowa, right? I was. We were you just were on just a farm. at a farm. We were very recently just on a farm. Was it a farm or was it a couple of animals and like seemingly like some buildings or was it? Did you? <laughs> it was a farm. I would say it was a farm. They had lots of cows and stuff. Um, I'm gonna say that that's yours. That was mine. Yeah. I can't believe you got that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Next let me see. One. What do we got? Title. Shakespeare didn't write a single play. Ooh. Shakespeare, uh, he had servants. He made them. He enlisted them all to go under the pen name William Shakespeare. They would get no acclaim on their own, but the the title of William Shakespeare and the influence he had, he was able to take other people's work and pass it off as his own. And these people, in exchange, got their stories out there. You're real big on you know actors or like people <laughs> pretending to be someone and they're not actually there. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say that that is a conspiracy. It's half a conspiracy and half not a conspiracy. Oh, no, There is a conspiracy that. That, will, uh, that Shakespeare didn't write his plays. That's a real conspiracy. Mm-hmm. The part about his servants I made up because I wasn't satisfied with any of the answers they gave. I don't think the, the, the site that I read it on didn't even give a, uh, an explanation for who wrote the plays. They were just like, what if Shakespeare didn't write his plays? Gotcha. But people think it exists. I'm going to say that she was right on that. Yeah, yeah get, for sure. Yeah. I think I get that point. Um... The Chinese Mafia mm-hmm. killed Bruce Lee. The oh. Chinese Mafia oh. killed Bruce Lee because he was, he came to the West, started all these movies, and he gave karate secrets, ancient Chinese karate secrets, he gave them away to the West, mm-hmm. and he was killed by the Chinese Mafia for it. And his son, Brandon Lee, also killed by the Chinese Mafia. Oh, this is a hard one. This is a hard one, because I feel like this is this is something that could have ground, but it's also definitely something that you would come up with. <laughs> so, um, okay, I'm going to say that that's a conspiracy. That is a conspiracy. Yes! Okay. Um, nice. Yeah, they think, they think the Chinese mafia, uh, they killed him because he spread his karate secrets. And, I mean, he was a master, so... Who knows? Truly, who knows? R.I.P. Bruce Lee. Um, Rest in peace, Bruce Lee. All right, here we go. I got three more. Okay. Paul McCartney died in 1996. He died in 90, or 66. Excuse me. Paul McCartney died in 1966, and he was replaced to keep the Beatles at the height of their powers, to keep the momentum going, and uh, you know, death would have cast them asunder, but they just kept rolling. That is a conspiracy theory. That is a true conspiracy. Have, have you heard that, heard that one? I have heard that one before, yes. Yeah. I don't know if I believe it, but I have heard it. I, I don't think I believe it, especially I feel like you could have killed off Paul McCartney a long time ago and like the, the, the lookalike. Yeah. And he's still alive today. Like I feel like they've, they've left him entirely too long alive to possibly ruin this secret. Right. Um, 
basic pharmaceutical drugs, big pharma, mm-hmm. is giving us drugs that are making us more prone to diseases. Ooh. I used to think that growing up. I used to think, why am I taking this? It's just going to get me more sick. Yeah. Well, that's also like the whole the government has a cure for cancer thing. Um, I'm going to say that that's, that is a conspiracy. That is a conspiracy. Yes. Big okay. Pharma. There's a lot of conspiracies about Big Pharma. Yeah. Um, I found that one especially attractive. I think you're like nine and one right now. Nice. <laughs> um, seven, seven for eight. Seven for eight? Yeah. Okay. okay. So let's see. If you can get, I'll go two more. I'll go two more. Okay. Hidden in Apple's terms and conditions, in the first release of the terms and conditions that you get at Apple, uh, there's a pledge of allegiance hidden in there. If they ever move forward with like some kind of hostile takeover, some kind of world war, Apple's terms and conditions, it's hidden in there. No one reads it. That you are now an indentured servitude to Apple. <laughs> Ooh. I think that's yours. That's mine. Are you stressed out now? Have you ever read the terms and conditions? <laughs> that is fair. They could put some crazy shit in there. I have to go back and read it now. There's actually a South Park episode. So maybe this is half true. Uh, there's a South Park oh, episode. Oh, I know which one you're where, talking about. Uh, yep. In the terms and conditions, uh, it's the if you agree to them, episode, you right? agree to be part of a human centipede. Oh, God. You just like unearthed like, a recessed memory that I have <laughs> of that episode. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Kyle Barflowski ends Kyle. up in the middle of a human centipede. A very tough situation. Right. Um, and the right. Denver airport was built by the Illuminati. That is a conspiracy. And that's a conspiracy. The horse, the, yeah, you guys got to look this up. The Denver airport has this horse, this Mustang with these red glaring eyes. Uh, before it was built, put up, it fell and killed the sculptor that was working on it. The Denver airport had a $400 million budget, and it finished after all the delays being costing almost $3 billion. People say that, like, under the Denver airport is, like, the Illuminati headquarters. Oh, my the God. The Freemasons oh. are involved in this. It's a conspiracy as well. It's one of my favorites. All right. Well, Kayla, you went 9 for 10. Yes. So you almost got all of them, which is very impressive. Thank I you. would have gotten all of these wrong <laughs> just because I don't believe anything, and I can't tell right from wrong. Right. Um, but thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I had such a great time. This is my. You can now topic. say that you are a part of the family. Oh, I'm so excited! Welcome to the family. Welcome Thank to you. the family. So next time we're gonna bring on Angel Saucedo. The NBA trade deadline. This is being recorded on February 6th. We're gonna bring on Angel Saucedo to talk about the NBA trade deadline and all the trades that went down today. So, yeah. It's been fun, guys. Um, don't believe everything you're told, but also believe everything you're told. Exactly. Um, and don't trust anyone. Dick Cheney made money off the Iraq war. Yes, That's all did. I got. All right. We'll see you next time, see everybody. Ya.